I'm Stuart Varney. I'm Harris Faulkner. I'm Chris Wallace, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, June 8th, 2020. I'm Trey Inks. While the coronavirus continues to spread, the stock market is showing optimism about economic recovery. The stock market is a leading indicator. I still find the strength of the rebound to be a bit shocking. I expected this to be more of a U-shaped recovery. Uh, But we have most certainly seen a V-shaped recovery in this case. This is the Fox News Rundown, global pandemic. Despite tens of millions of Americans unemployed amid the COVID-19 pandemic, the Nasdaq finished just four points shy from its all-time high on Friday. The stock market has largely seen a V-shaped recovery as thousands of new cases of coronavirus are reported each day. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Shana Sissel, the CIO of the Spotlight Asset Group. Starting first in the United Kingdom, where incoming travelers will now have to self-isolate for 14 days, no matter if they travel by plane, train, or boat. The new rules are being touted as a way to curb a second wave of COVID-19, though some are calling it a PR stunt. The CEO of Ryanair called the new rules rubbish, adding that his company will not cancel flights despite the new restrictions. Now to New Zealand, that is lifting most of its coronavirus lockdown rules. The country has no active cases and has not seen any positive test results in 17 days. Schools and workplaces will now be reopened as rules on large gatherings go away. New Zealand was extremely successful during the pandemic, seeing only 22 deaths from the virus. Finally, in China, where the Chinese government released a new report over the weekend defending their early handling of the COVID-19 outbreak amid continued global criticism. When looking at the country where COVID-19 first began, analysts are hopeful about strong economic recovery. A top German economist said Sunday that China will see 5 to 6 percent growth in April to June after three months of economic decline. The same economist said the X factor in recovery in China is how the U.S. economy and markets will recover. So what does the economic outlook hold for the United States in the weeks to come? I think it's twofold. The first is that the Federal Reserve has essentially pumped a lot of money into the uh, asset markets, which is causing what we call asset reflation. This is Shana Sissel, the CIO of the Spotlight Asset Group. It's very similar to the effect of inflation, but it's only really affecting the stock market per se and the bond markets. Uh, So... That is part of it. The other part is most people don't realize that the stock market is a forward-looking indicator for the economy. So it's always 6 to 12 months ahead of what the economy will be doing. And if you think about the job losses, a good chunk of them are furloughed employees who will likely have their jobs return within the next 6 to 12 months. And we've started to see some indications that the very worst of the economic impact of the coronavirus happened in April. We've seen improvement in a number of different economic indicators. So, again, the stock market is forward-looking, and it's taking into consideration where it thinks we'll be 6 to 12 months from now. Um, So are the numbers that we are seeing so far indicative of a V-shaped recovery, as many have discussed? I think that that is, in fact, what we're seeing, although personally I find this surprising. The fact that the stock market and the S&P 500 specifically is only a small uh, decline from its all-time highs is is kind of shocking to me, given everything that's going on. While I did, as mentioned before, 
say that the stock market is a leading indicator, I still find the strength of the rebound to be a bit shocking. I expected this to be more of a U-shaped recovery, uh, but we have most certainly seen a V-shaped recovery in this case. And so groups like the Spotlight Asset Group and others who are helping individuals across the country invest their money, what sort of tips are you giving to people amid these still uncertain times while you have this global pandemic going on, but people want to make sure that their money is not depreciating and not losing value due to inflation? Sure. So we haven't actually seen inflation. Uh, we've seen asset reflation, uh, and they're not one in the same. Um, in terms of what we're telling our clients, surprisingly, most of our clients have been relatively calm through this. I'm not sure if this is because most, if not all of them, also lived through the financial crisis and saw the bounce back and have more confidence this time around, which is sort of counterintuitive to how you would think for most people who lived through the financial crisis. Uh, but we're just been telling them to stay the course. We invest our clients from the get-go in what we believe will be a plan that will help them reach their goals and a plan that they will be able to stick with in terms of their risk tolerance. And they've so far, anyways, been able to stick with that. We do have a lot of conversations. We certainly are communicating more. Uh, and we're happy to answer questions as they come up. But ultimately, I'm surprised at the fact that most of our clients have been quite patient through this and they feel confident that the market will rebound. For people who are new investors or early investors, I think the uncertainty in the market can be a bit scary especially people who don't understand how the market can rebound and, and how it works. And then additionally, I think you have another fearful class of people, and that is those who are close to retirement, who see their portfolios drop, for example, as we saw earlier this year, and then get worried that they won't have enough time to see things rebound. So how do you calm clients like that and others who are looking at investing during a pandemic where you're seeing these shifts in the market on a weekly basis? It's all about communication. It's all about making sure that you're communicating all the time with your clients and answering their questions the best you can. The fear is completely justified for the client who might be retiring shortly. Just a reminder that just because you're retiring next month or next year or in the next two years, it doesn't necessarily mean your money has to completely rebound because Retirement does not mean that you're taking all your money out at one time. Hopefully we've done the right thing and put them in the right portfolios where they have more stability and it's more reflective of their risk tolerance. But it's really about just communicating and answering their questions. I often joke that oftentimes financial advisors are more like counselors, uh, mental health counselors than anything else because during these types of environments, you do spend a lot of time just making sure and reassuring your clients that they're on the right track. You've been listening to Shana Sissel, the CIO of the Spotlight Asset Group. We'll be right back. And when you're looking at the types of investments for clients, obviously there's going to be a diverse portfolio, and I'm sure certain clients are interested in certain industries. But I think there's a lot of conversations going on now about when the economy is rebounding, life is starting to return to normal, businesses are, are reopening, and eventually when there is a, a vaccine for coronavirus, there will be certain industries that will be able to get back to normal levels and even higher, looking at industries like the airline industry or uh, cruise lines. Are these the types of industries that 
you're looking at long term to say, hey, there will need to be some time in between before these rebound, but these are some companies that you could see significant gains in in the future? On a personal level, I believe that, but that's not necessarily how we invest in broader portfolios. We don't do a lot of sector, and in this case, this would be really specialized, um, focused in the industry investing. We focus more on having active managers make those decisions for us. The people who are out there looking at these stocks, these industries every single day and are much more knowledgeable in depth about what's going on with those industries. On a personal level, I do think that many of those industries do have a lot of upside, but it will be delayed in that it's not going to return to normal quickly especially the cruise lines. I think airlines, we're already starting to see people are more than willing to get back on an airplane again. Um, But cruise lines are going to have an uphill battle. Uh, But this is something that they go through every time they have any sort of stomach bug or or virus go through a cruise line or, or anything to that extent. So we've seen this before. They are certainly attractive investments. And the whole idea that this time is different usually doesn't hold when it comes to this. The the human memory with these things uh, is pretty short. As a mother, uh, you know, all the women out there that have more than one children, a uh, child can attest to the fact that you forget the pain pretty quick. And I think that that's true with the stock market and these, these particular industries. But they're not industries I'm ready to jump right into again. And again, as I, I stated uh, right at at the top, we don't necessarily invest on an industry level so that we're not necessarily making that type of really nuanced bet in our client portfolios. Finally, what would you say to people who are unsure about investing, but maybe have some savings during this time that they are considering putting into the stock market or other assets? You talked a little bit about the emotional response that people have during pandemics and any sort of spread of disease and how that could influence whether or not they want to part with money and and invest it. But it does seem like there are opportunities, despite the fact that the world is still struggling with the coronavirus. Absolutely. I'm a huge proponent of encouraging people to invest, even if it's small amounts of money. One of my greatest passions in life is improving financial literacy rates with women and the underserved minority community. And these are times where I spend talking a lot about taking advantage of opportunities in the market, even if you don't feel like you have a a, a ton of money to put in. I would suggest to anyone that these are the opportunities to get in today and today's environment, uh, in addition to having attractive stock prices, especially in certain sectors, you also have a lot of resources in which you don't have to have a lot of money to invest anymore. I think right now, if you're thinking about investing, when you are fearful, that's usually a good time to be in the markets. It's usually a, a inflection point, if you will. Warren Buffett always say you want to invest when everybody else is fearful. You want to be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. So, absolutely think that if you are thinking about investing in the stock market now is as good a time as any and quite frankly any time is a good time if you've never invested before because the long-term benefits are truly 
the types of things that can be life-changing. Certainly, it's great insight. Shana Sissel, the CIO of the Spotlight Asset Group. Shana, thanks again for your time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.